All right. Hi, all. This is Shad Rogers from Claremont, and welcome to this episode of Deliberate Practice, where we look at ideas and concepts to help us perform better in the workplace. Now, there's a saying that you probably have all heard. It's who you know. Well, there's truth to that saying. I've always preferred the adage that it's not who you know, but who knows you. What I feel is the second saying implies is that it's up to you to make yourself know, and in a sense, make yourself indispensable. Now, there's an example that comes from my early days of working in a business development group at a global asset manager. And as a team of associates, we worked diligently to put together pitch books for potential investors. And in each book, there would be different investment data that needed to be pulled from a fund or a composite. And this was a very manual task with different characteristics that were held in various systems across the firm. And we became quite adept to finding the relevant data quickly. And we were quite pleased with our abilities to do so. And that was the case until a newer associate uh, introduced the concept of macros in, in Microsoft Excel. And with his introduction to this, uh, the team, the process uh, time that took, you know, maybe hours to complete was really reduced down to minutes. And as a result, the associate, let's just call him Ben, since that was his name, was beginning to be known and his profile began to rise. And he became the go-to person when considering process improvements. And you often hear about trying to get exposure. And this is really what it refers to. Now, I know this example starts to show my age a little bit, but the the concept still rings true. And if you replace the concept of macros with the ability to write code, whether it's in Python or any other language, the example may hit a little bit more contemporary. But it doesn't have to be technology. I know it's a hot topic at the moment. And if it works for you, great. But if not, don't despair. I was working with a, another uh, previous associate of mine, and she was a rock star. And then it came up to me as a manager to get her known, get her profile out there. And as a young associate, you're often one of many. And due to the roles, your profile is often limited to the department that you work in. So going back to kind of thinking about it's not who knows you, but or not who you know, but who knows you, we needed to get her known. And so in this example, we created a series where she would host firm-wide interview uh, series with senior executives. Uh, she would sit down and interview them uh, for the group of young associates who were in the crowd. Now, the primary goal was to have the senior members provide their thoughts and wisdoms to the group of associates. But for us, there was an alternative goal, and that was to get her known. So by hosting each event, she was able to spend time with senior members of the firm, prepping them and going over the session. And as a result, she was starting to broaden her exposure outside of her department. For me, I did you know, my best attempt at getting known. And the way that I went about it was to put together a newsletter. Now, when I had first started uh, my first job, actually, over at UBS, uh, I followed a gentleman, Art Cashin, who was a prominent figure at the firm, well-known across Wall Street. And each month, he would write his Cashin's comments. And they were something I, I really just absolutely loved and started to look forward to, where he gave his market insights, and then he concluded each newsletter with a brain teaser. 
And to be honest with you, I was really never that successful in, in answering the brain teasers. I did my best, but you know, they were, they were tough. They were tricky ones, but the answers to them, uh, were in the subsequent newsletters. So in thinking about for my own position and my own, uh, role, I thought about how can I incorporate some of that to make myself known? And I actually did this at, at two of my previous firms where I put together a newsletter. And the newsletter really focused on relevant news, upcoming events, uh, tidbits, kind of uh, things that were interesting to, to the broader audience. Uh, but I did always keep that example of brain teasers. And I included the brain teasers. And oftentimes, you know, it was, it was an attempt of mine to really keep engagement with the people that were reading the newsletter uh, in effort, one, for them to have fun with the, the brain teasers, but two, to start to think about it as an event of, you know, Shad's newsletters are coming out. Let's see if I answered the, the uh, quiz or brain teaser correctly. And so I, I offer those uh, three examples as ways to start to get to uh, your exposure out there. And I also tell employees, you know, you got to find something that no one else is doing. And, and learn to do it and do it well. And this could be taking notes in meetings and distributing later or putting together data packets that could be referenced. Uh, spend some time to think about, you know, have a deliberate look around your environment and find something that no one else is doing that could be helpful to the broader audience. I think that's really key is you don't want to just create something that adds no value. But what's something that you can create that adds value that you can start to be associated with and start to be known for. You know, I think if you can parlay that into something you could teach, all the better. But what's important is you want to be seen as the go-to person for a specific reason. And as your profile grows, it's important to keep uh, in mind the growth mindset intact and always keep learning new things. So you don't become kind of a one-trick pony or one-hit wonder. But uh, you know, keep in mind, okay, this is great. This is getting my exposure. Now, what am I going to do with this newfound exposure? And, you know, I'll reference one of, uh, one of the, my favorite books, uh, that I recently reread was, uh, Cal Newport's So Good That They Can't Ignore You. And in this book, he goes into talking about the development of skills that lead to career capital. Um, very important. I think it's, it goes on to a different tangent, so I'll leave it there and maybe I'll come back to that at a subsequent thing. But thinking about your portfolio of work, what you can pick up from it, but what also you can do that no one else is doing that adds value and you can start to be associated with that. Um, again, it helps with the exposure. It becomes, oh, Shad is or fill in the blank your name, the person to go to for X. All right. Well, quick examples, short little message, but I hope you're doing well and take care.